0: welcome back to the gathering podcasts with Travis and will I'm Travis he's will and uh, yeah we're gonna dive into today's content um, last week we discussed uh, leaving an inheritance for your children's children and this did I say last week because I definitely mean last, last month. week yeah uh, so last month that was the topic this month however we're going to um, get into the topic of work and being created for work and how that all plays into the daily life, how we're supposed to approach it, how we're supposed to live it out.
1: And Will has got some great notes prepared for us. So, Will, why don't you get it started? thank you. I, I just, as we talked about what to go into as the next podcast topic, we thought this, we were very purposeful with choosing this because we talked about, you know, having inheritance, but how do you have an inheritance if you don't work? So we thought we'd talk about work and, but not just vocational work, but how God calls us all to work and, and that looks different for each one of us. So there was one, one minor thing that I always, um,
0: I, I guess I really overlooked it because I've, I've read through the Bible multiple times. I've read through Genesis even more because... We've all read through Genesis. Like, hey, <laughs> well, you know, how many times do you say, I'm going to read through the Bible in a year and you start in Genesis and about, you know, Leviticus, maybe maybe Numbers, that can get, you know, pretty... That's, that's where you really start falling off. So then you start over the next year and uh, you know, you might Genesis. only accomplish it a couple times but man, I've read through Genesis a ton and what I've always missed was that Adam and Eve were told to work the garden prior to the fall. I've always looked at work as a result of the fall. And it just it makes total sense how, you know, building things with your hands and, you know, getting out and, and doing those types of things can really improve your your mental state and everything because it's it was it was how we were designed. It's really Really interesting,
1: yeah. So right from the beginning, Genesis one, and it just goes. You know, I am sure everyone that's listening has read Genesis one, or they know the story of creation. God created this on day one, on day two, and so forth. But just that, God created. He created it, which is nothing short of work. I mean, whether it's something you enjoy or something you don't, it's still work. No, I, I'm I'm no expert on, you know, uh,
0: telekinetically creating something. Uh, I'm getting there, <clears throat> but I'm not an expert. Uh, but I imagine that, that it would take uh, some form of energy. You know what I mean? I mean, we, we we live in a physical universe, so he created something physical, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure it, it, it did um, uh, you know, use energy, and uh, to the point that on the seventh day he had to rest.
1: Yeah, I mean, Travis no different than when you sit down and you're thinking about what to or for this, you're thinking about what to write. I mean, you're using; it's all intellectual. You're not actually physically doing anything, but sure, sure. it's still draining uh, mentally and physically. It's still work, and so Genesis one. God created he worked genesis two two then goes into on the seventh day God finished his work that he had done, and he rested, so now we actually have the word work at least in the english um, and so
0: it it's it's funny how you talk about resting yeah. <clears throat> because this uh just this last so we were we were planning on recording this on um Friday and today is actually a Monday, and <clears throat> this past Sunday, the message was was actually on um, work and rest and um, and the importance of both, and um, it did focus on why we used to rest on the seventh day and why we now rest on the first day, um, and how you know <clears throat> Christ finished the work, he completed the work. Um, at the cross stating it is finished, um, with his last breaths and, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was just interesting how it all kind of played in with the, the message that we had here at GCC, uh, yesterday and yeah, um. I just wanted to bring that to...
1: Now, when you say we we, re- we used to rest on the seventh day, now we rest on the first, are you just simply talking about the way that our calendar set up, like Sunday I'm through Saturday? I'm specifically
0: talking about how our calendar is set up Sunday through Saturday. That's correct. So okay. the Sabbath being uh, on a Saturday. And but we celebrate it on a Sunday. Correct. Sort of Remembering uh, Jesus rising from uh, the tomb on a Sunday, on the first day <clears throat> and just how that represents you know um, God completed his work, and how we rest in that and then work because of it and not work to obtain uh salvation so right so
1: so let me ask you trav as as men, time we meet another man what 's the first question you ask him, what do you do? what do you do what do you do what do you do for a living and they're in I always used to think that I'm like, come on, like that's not who I am. Stop asking me what I do. And it's still true; it's not who I am. But I have a better understanding now that if we're wired to work, then it's naturally going to come out. We're going to want to know what other people do.
0: Well, I mean, other than other than sleep, it's something we spend the majority of our waking hours doing. At least most of us. Um, it it's required that we put that much time in if if we're doing things like providing for our family.
1: And um so, yeah, it, it, it makes sense. Yeah. So, so we looked at Genesis one, two, really quick that God worked, he created. And just point number one is that God created us to work. God created us to work. And so we're, we're all created in God's image. And therefore we were created to work because God worked. We should work. And because God worked, then work was inherently good because God is good. But but when we think about work, is that the first thing you think of? Oh, I love work. It's the best thing ever. I'm always going to work, never going to retire. You know,
0: absolutely not. not. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, yesterday we uh, my wife and I were preparing for bed. Um and I just remember saying, like, I don't want to go to bed because I know that going to bed on a Sunday night just means it's Monday morning <laughs> when I wake up. And uh, so, yeah, definitely uh, not always the best uh, um, thoughts or feelings towards work in and of itself.
1: But yeah, so I mean, unlike unlike me who has Mondays off, that's like my saturday for my normal work week so mondays are great mondays are wonderful (laughs) love them yeah
0: you know i i used to work um like four twelves uh well we we would do like three twelves and an eight and then the next week would be uh three twelves and um i i thought i would love it because the opportunity to have more days off but I always worked over the weekends and then nobody else had the weekday off and I was stuck alone on the weekday and it never turned out to be as good as I wanted it to be. Uh, so hopefully you have a little
1: bit better experience with that than me. But yeah, because I like to be alone. So <laughs> Monday is well, great. Well, that, that makes other, two of us. But, other than uh, kids now, you can't be alone. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, so God created us to work. Genesis 2.15 says the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. Ephesians 4.28 says, let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor doing honest work for his own hands. So without going too much further, just a basic overview for for those who maybe always thought that... uh, Sorry, that was about my wife texting me. (laughs) It is now muted. You probably have something you you need to work on. Yeah. (laughs) So, essentially, we're created to work. So, if you had an understanding that work was the result of sin, it's not. Sin made work a struggle. Uh, It wasn't until sin entered the world that work became painful and exhausting and a struggle. You know know what's funny about that is that I... I enjoy
0: work when it's, uh, I get called an old man all the time. And no offense to all you old men out there. <laughs> <Old> man. <laughs> but I love, like on a Sunday, yes, the day of rest, I love walking in my backyard. Oh, look at that. There's a dandelion. I'm going to pluck that weed there, bend over, pull that weed. Uh, I'm going to walk over here. Oh, look at that. There's a twig. I'm going to pick that twig up. Go put it in the fire pit. Uh, I just, oh, look, the uh, the bird feeder needs filled up. Let me fill that up for the bird. I love that kind of slow-going, carefree, just that, that kind of work. You know, I just, I, I love it like that. But, uh, yeah, when it comes to work that's required for um, a paycheck, and especially when you know that you have hourly requirements or maybe uh quotas that you have to fill of some sort um i'm sure you know
1: all about that you know the, oh yeah i gotta write so many tickets so
0: many tickets you got to fill up for the for the great old state of michigan um <laughs> uh yeah no i it it just it gets exhausting sometimes even thinking about
1: it right and i mean genesis three seventeen through 19 kind of gives us It's the Genesis curse, you know, so, you know, Adam and Eve sin and there's a consequence. So Genesis 317 says, and he said to the man, because you listened to your wife and ate from the tree about which I commanded you, do not eat from it. The ground is cursed because of you. You will eat from it by means of painful labor all the days of your life. Therefore, God created us to work. Inherently, work is good, but sin, our sin, makes work a struggle. So are you saying that my back hurts because of sin? I'm saying your back hurts because you're old.
0: (laughs) It's not the
1: the years, it's the miles. Pain pain comes in because of sin. (laughs) Because we will work in heaven... But you will be able to pick those. Dan- maybe there won't even be dandelions. I kind of yeah, hope there maybe are. there won't be weeds.
0: I kind of hope there are. Like, just because I want to. You wanna still get to pull weed some the weeds. Garden. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I guess they probably have a place somewhere. You, your back won't hurt when you're doing it then. That's good. That? I can handle that. <laughs> so, I guess. So, we've talked about, you know, what is work, though? So, when you think of work, where's your mind go?
0: Are you asking me or are you asking me? It could be rhetorical, me, rhetorical but if you want to answer, you can. Our listeners. So when I think of work, I think of uh, production, um, specifically. Um, uh, producing something, um, getting a... Uh, this this day and age of, of computer stuff is very tough on me mentally because um, I can spend three hours working on something and there's really, there's not a whole lot there at the end of it. Um, now computer, computer nerds out there. And I'm going to say nerds because I just had a really good time with a computer nerd and he said it was okay. So, um, but you know, you can sit there and, and spend all day in front of a computer and, and feel like that you've actually accomplished something, which is great, uh, because we need people to do that. And I don't want them to be, um, Living in misery because of it, but for me specifically, th- there has to be some sort of visible uh, production at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, so there has to be something you can, some sort of uh, something produced, some sort
0: of physical,
1: measurable data. Okay, all right. Well, the dictionary definition I just I had to throw it out it says activity. Involving mental or physical effort done in order to achieve a purpose or a result. I wonder how recently that was changed. Yeah, like no did idea. it did it have anything to do? Like did it say that mental part uh, before the computer ago, age? Yeah. Or <laughs> and then there's a guy uh, Justin Buzzard. He wrote a book called How to Date Your Wife, and in it, so it's specifically talking to husbands, and it defines work. Or he defines work as cultivating raw materials of a particular domain for the flourishing of others, a faithful serving where the master has put you. So he added that little extra part that, you know, work isn't just cultivating something out of nothing, like where there's something you can, like you said, a measurable data, something physical, but that it's for others, not just yourself. And it's where God has you. And I think that's perfect for where we're going to go with the podcast, at least. And I just love his definition because I think it's spot on. I like it. Um, I am not a Hebrew or a Greek scholar. Uh, Trav, I don't, maybe that is what you oh, do. Psh.
0: I got a minor. Uh, I, yes. In, in like, very minor. <laughs> in, I mean, like, I... Like, I know very the word minimally Hebrew. minimally... <laughs> <laughs> very minimally... <laughs> mi- mi- well, well, see, the I don't even know English, <laughs> <laughs> so
1: it's because you're so fluent in,
0: in Hebrew. I, I do have a uh, Hebrew-Greek study Bible, which I love, um, but I use the Bible app so much that uh, I don't even get into that a lot anymore. Right, so I,
1: I have Logos software on my computer. Ooh, nice. And so I can just hover over a word, and it gives me the Greek or Hebrew meaning and the Strong's Concordance and stuff. So I did that for Genesis 2 over the word work. And I'm not going to even try to pronounce the Hebrew word, but it means that which is done or has the idea of expending energy. So laboring, doing, you know, there's an energy to complete a task or a function, which is exactly what you're just saying your definition of work is as well. And I'm assuming by the way you presented that there's a second meaning. What do you mean? No, I don't. <laughs> There's I, only one meaning. In the oh, word, oh, okay. Work. I mean, I, I just, <laughs> I, it was just the way you presented
0: that. I was expecting like, okay, uh, but if you hovered over this word "work," that it maybe meant something else.
1: No, no. So, so I hovered over the word "work" in Genesis two two, which is talking about God working, and it just means expending energy. If you hover over the word "work" in Genesis two fifteen, where it's talking about God putting us in the garden to work. It means the same thing like as far as it's expending energy in doing something. Um, So Genesis 1 through 3, men are cultivators by God's design, right? We're called to work. We're called to make something. Sin makes it a struggle. What else that I see is that we reveal ourselves in our work so our, our our work reveals something about who we are and psalm 19 talks about how you know god created and in everything he created that people people know that there's a god you know it's called natural revelation but what you get out of that is that work reveals something about the one doing the work so god's creation his work creating the universe tells us that there is a God you see what I'm saying so sure yeah so when we start talking about our work reveals something about us I want it to ma- make you think purposefully intentionally about how you do work and the type of work you're doing because you are saying something about yourself and if you claim to be a Christian you are saying something about your God
0: I I have to say that I'm immediately becoming convicted Uh, in the fact that it's taken me several years to complete a garage project (laughs) and anybody, uh, anybody who knows me and has known me for a while, uh, will continually,
1: uh, pick on me about that project, but
0: (laughs) a little bit of conviction. Well, if we go back to
1: Justin buzzards definition, it's, you know, something you're doing for someone else. So is that garage for you or just for someone else? Well, I mean, but maybe it's not I guess work. yeah,
0: yeah, I guess you're right. It's it's mostly it's for me. It's probably somewhat for my wife because,
1: you know, oh, so it I plan on spending else. time out there, <laughs> which I'm sure she will appreciate. Uh, yeah, so so God created us to work. Sin makes work a struggle. We reveal ourselves in our work. And I want to want to kind of hit on just two so, types of work. I just okay, want to interrupt.
0: can 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 sex be work? if well, it's so, for someone
1: else. So work does not mean <laughs> I don't I don't think I don't think sex is, you, don't is work. <laughs> you don't have to answer. work. You don't have to. Actually, I, I mean, it, it could just be just popped into my head, so.
0: <laughs> 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 Totally off script, just popped into my head.
1: Well, well let's d- let's dig a little deeper into this, Trav. <laughs> no pun intended. But <laughs> <laughs> so that's where that button on that uh yeah, on that interface. Interface. Yeah. So so work doesn't mean it has to be something you dislike. So so the act of sex do you expend energy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a few jokes rhetor- about that. Rhetorical but, uh, <laughs> question. <laughs> Rhetorically in general. You're 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 expending energy. You're creating something. <laughs> And well, you're it's not, not just for you're not, for not always yourself. creating something. And it's, but, and yeah, and yeah, it's you know, not I for yourself. It. Uh, and it is something that glorifies God within marriage. So anyway, I just have right, to go off, off on that one. Well, back, yeah, yeah. back on topic. <clears throat> Clear my throat. And... Two, two types of work that is, I kind of want to focus on vocational work. So the work that makes you money, your career. It's what everyone wants to know when they ask, hey, what do you do? They don't want to know that you're a dad or anything like that. They want to know, well, what do you do for a job? And so, the vocationally, um, week in, week out, you go to work, you put in your time, you labor. Hopefully, you're collecting a paycheck. But this is biblical. We're created to work. It's what we're called to do. Now, I I think we've had some conversations that some people think if you're a christian you should drop everything and work at a church
0: yes yeah there's <clears throat> and and honestly i don't i don't know if it's i think there's a lot of wrong theologies out there about that mm-hmm. and um i i think i think good people who want to do um the right thing struggle with that. You know, what, what is it that I am supposed to do? Am I supposed to quit my job and become a missionary? Um, am I supposed, is it, is it okay to be, um, you know, work hard to with the purpose of becoming wealthy? Is it, you know, there's a, I, I think a lot of people struggle with that. I think more people than actually will, even admit it um but yeah that's that's something that's come
1: up several times i've had discussions with people about that but just because we're in a career doesn't mean that we're not following god's will well and
0: and as i mentioned there were you know jesus himself was uh his ministry was funded by people who worked so
1: so we should rely and ask for donations from people,
0: or <laughs> I no? mean, uh, no, no, <laughs>
1: okay. no. okay.
0: Uh, here's the thing: if you, uh, I, I don't want to jump into missional work. I know we're kind of on the no, vocational end of things, but we'll go back. You know, if, if God's really calling you into something, um, for me, I've, um, I've, I've really had a, um, a heart for, uh, the, uh, okay. I don't want to say I've really had a heart for it because it's only been something I've thought about a few times, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, so the opposite of really having heart for the it. missional work that's really been on my mind. I'll put it that there way has been, um, you know, there's, there's groups of, of people with military experience who, um, work for companies that go in and they rescue people who have been, um, abducted for and and enslaved into uh
1: you know the sex trafficking so human, human trafficking human trafficking yeah, yeah. it's like so, international justice ministries is one Yeah they yeah say. and
0: and I would um you know I I often think about you know should I go and do that but to do something like that does require um funding and and to do something like that does you you still have responsibilities back home i still have a wife i still have four children i still have three foster children and existing uh does cost money um in in our society anyway i can't just legally go make a mud hut um out in whatever property i discover and and live there i i have to um Buy property and pay property taxes and build a house that's up to code and all
1: those things, right? So you're kind of getting at so, so, so it could be something you're called to. Yeah,
0: if if you have something that you're really called to, and I don't believe I've been called to that, but I do think it's there um, on my mind anyway. But uh, yeah, if if you really have something that you're called to. Um, first of all, I think you're going to find a way regardless of funding. Um, I think if it's really something God wants you to do, God doesn't need money to, to help you do something. Let's just be clear on that. Um, he's God, (laughs) but, uh, um, you know, I, I do think that, you know, bringing up those financial needs, uh, to people's attention and seeing if people would, um, support you in that is, is completely okay. However, um, if you are, you know, if your sole purpose is reaching out for funding to go do things like that, uh, I think, uh, John Crist, um, if you're familiar with the the comedian, Christian comedian, John Crist makes a, makes a really good, um, uh, kind of a mockery. He he does that with just about everything. He, he finds a little fault in the system, if you will. And, and he just expounds on it and blows it up and makes it into something rather funny. And, uh, he has a hilarious video about, um, how they're, they're ministering to the scuba instructors in Bermuda and they only need $10,000 a month to, to continue doing that. And next year they're thinking about, uh, going to the Tuscan wineries and and ministering to the the people, there. <laughs> and
1: uh, you Which know we need people if, in the mission field doing that yeah, in those yeah. locations. You know, interesting, interesting, like
0: on that, you know, on that uh, um, theme, if you will. And I, I'm I'm not going to get after you know the the televangelist who's really destroyed a lot of funding for small churches because of their actions, but um, I even. Uh, Um, I recently had a conversation with a gentleman about um, some folks that were asking for funding. They've been, um, they, they really, they expressed that they thought God was leading them to um, Los Angeles to um, plant a church and they quit their jobs. One was a, a engineer. The other was a lawyer. Maybe they both were lawyers. I don't remember. And, it had been over a year and they hadn't started a church yet. They were still, and they were still talking about seeking funding from people and everything to, to live there. And you're talking LA. I mean, it's expensive place to live. And in my mind, you know, I come from a church where the, the, the pastors um, all work. (laughs) They all work jobs um, to create an income and they're, you know, the only, the only funding that comes through there is a small little gift, uh, just for the time that they put in. Because, um, if, for anybody who isn't familiar with small time churches or small town churches, um, they typically end up spending hours and hours and hours every week, um, offering counseling to people in need, um, showing up to hospitals when people are in need, ministering in a lot of different ways, Um, and, uh, I guess what I'm trying to get at is if, if you are seeking funding or asking people for a bunch of money, um, to pursue what you think God wants you to do as far as ministering to this group or that group, um, you, you could probably pull it off without, you know. Without all the the cash, because if it's really something God wants you to do, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be there. Um, so I I guess a lot of it has to do your missional work. Um, it has to do a lot with your heart. Um, and yeah, I just kind of went off there. Yeah, that's that, okay. So, so
1: so what you do for work is not as important as or yeah, it's not as important as how you work. What you do for work is not as important as how you work. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So so whether you vocationally are a plumber, a lawyer, a pastor, you wait at the diner downtown. You know, wherever God has you at the moment working, you need to use to glorify God. And so I think that's where maybe calling versus obedience comes into play. It may not be what you're called to do to be a waiter, but it's where God has you right now for whatever purpose or in the in between and we, in that, we need to be obedient. And when I say obedient, I mean, uh, like Colossians three twenty two through 23 says, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. So whatever your vocational work, you should be doing it to the best of your ability for God's glory. Um,
0: Absolutely. And I think, <clears throat> you know, we, we talked about this earlier uh, in... Um,
1: precast can we call it precast we will now yes we need to have we have precast, pre-cast we'll, we'll start recording our precast and if it's good enough we'll put it out I,
0: I think actually we should because we've had some really good really good content in, in those we'll add it to the bottom of the uh the only hard part podcast. to record that is we we a lot of times we we have a, a cigar with us and so we we have to make sure we find a recording studio that would allow that but uh um yeah at our at our precast you did mention that um Now I completely lost my train of thought too, as far as whatever you're doing, um, working hard unto the Lord, if Christians are working the way that, um, is biblical, then, um, they should be, you know, we should be the hardest working people out there. And, and again, um, I know some of that has, uh, some of that has a, a few variances in, in my, in my job. I, uh, uh, I work sales and I work remotely from home and, you know, sometimes I have to leave work to pick up a sick kid from school because my, my wife works, uh, at the school. And so she can't just leave that job. And so sometimes I have the, the ability to do that. And so I might have to slip out or, you know, just the fact that I do have a, a wife to care for and, Um, currently seven children to care for. And so I can't always invest, um, 12 hours a day, six days a week, like, um, like some at my vocational work because, um, I do have to focus on that missional work. But, um, while I'm at work, I, if I'm working as unto the Lord, I should absolutely be, um, one of the most
1: productive members there. Right. And by, and by productive, it, whatever you're doing, you need to have the mindset that I'm doing this for God, that whatever, you know, to the best of your ability. And that, that means hardest, you're like your hardest work. We should be the hardest working people, meaning to the best of our ability with honor and integrity, we should be putting in hard work for every hour we're paid. If we're screwing around at work, then essentially we're stealing from our employer. Absolutely. I mean, so I know, like, if you're a business owner, you don't want that. So, so then turn around and think the same thing as an employee. If you know, if you were in the other shoes, if you're sitting there watching, so this Sunday, if people are working, if you're sitting there watching Super Bowl at work instead of doing what you're supposed to, you're essentially stealing. Sure.
0: And, and, and I know there's, <clears throat> you know we understand will and i understand that um there are you know there are variables there you know so if you are um a night shift uh let's say you're a, a night shift nurse and your meds are passed and your notes are done and um you know the the super bowl's on Okay. That wouldn't be night shift, but you, you know what I mean? You know, by all means get the Euchre cards out. I mean, sure. Yeah. You know, you're, you're still there and available. Your work is completed and, and your, your responsibility is to be there when a need arises. Um, so, you know, there's, there's obviously variables in that, but yeah, absolutely. We, and, and I'm guilty. Okay. I want to mention that I am totally guilty of, of not being the hardest worker. Um, this, uh, this month, actually, I, I'm pretty proud of myself. I am tied for first place with, uh, having the most, uh, uh in, in the proc- procurement realm, uh, finding, finding equipment. Um, I am, I am tied for first. So I'm, I'm pretty, my, my hard work, I guess, is showing through in that end. Sure. Um, but it, it isn't, it isn't always, and uh, so I'm, I'm just as guilty, and so we don't want to We don't want no, no, no. So To stand here and say, you know, right, make I, you feel I, like I'm we're... I'm just as guilty
1: as well, and, and I think we all go through seasons, which is why this podcast, used as an encouragement, as a reminder, take a step back, look at your work ethic. You know, first of all, who'd you learn it from? Second of all, is your work ethic where it should be? Are you giving glory to God, working hard for Him, because... People are looking at you and your work ethic, especially if you're, you know, representing our God. You say you're a Christian, but if you're stealing time, if you're, you know, slacking, if you're lazy, you know, people are watching that. And it's certainly not the lazy man who's working for God. And we're We're getting short on time here, but I think I can wrap things up pretty quickly here um as far as missional work, we kind of got into it like by missional work i I mean work at home it's not the stuff you're getting paid for, it's the work with your family, with your church, with your kids you know we're created to cultivate, and by cultivate, you know we're preparing, we're developing you know we're we're getting the soil ready, and what I mean by that is you know we're called to cultivate our wife and our kids, and serve people at church. And there's certainly going to be pushback. And I think maybe this could be a whole other podcast, but there could certainly be pushback. There will be because we do it to God. We're no different. When God's trying to prepare us for something, we push back. We fight. You know, sometimes the ground's hard. You got to water it a little bit. You know, and I'm not a farmer, but... um. So So, just missional work is stuff outside of what we're getting paid for, but it doesn't matter. Our work ethic, working for God, working our hardest, and, and that the understanding that we're created to work is the same, whether it's vocational or missional how How is that though like how do
0: we um, how are we supposed to be the type of man that God wants us to be in our work?
1: Well, I'm glad you asked that, Trav. Uh, so.
0: Well, I see it in bright, highlighted <laughs> yeah, letters okay.
1: here in the notes. So. In my wonderful outline, yes. <laughs> so so how do we do that? And so I want to preface this by saying what you shouldn't be doing. And so gotquestions.org, I looked at really quick, and I just loved this, so I'm just going to read their paragraph here. It says, the Bible is harsh in its condemnation of laziness. So Proverbs 18.9 uh, talks about that. And then Paul makes the Christian work ethic abundantly clear. This is First Timothy 5.8. If anyone does not provide for his own, and especially those of his own household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. So if nothing else encourages you tonight to work, to work hard and to work for God, knowing that... That if you're not and you're not providing, and what I mean is to the best of your ability. If you can't work, you can't work. If you're a paraplegic, you know what I mean, like so. If you're not working to the best of your ability, to-
0: I, I I think of I think of the the meme with the the guy with no arms, <laughs> and he's got the the straps on his shoulders that are attached to the wheelbarrow, and he's you know pushing the wheelbarrow across. You know, like like he's. <laughs> He's going beyond his ability I sure feel, absolutely you know? yeah. but yeah. Uh, but yeah, absolutely, you know see, we all have our limitations i mean i am i am if I were to somehow get on the NBA mm-hmm. um, my work would be terrible, even if I was doing <laughs> the best of my ability because I have not been blessed with that type Here's of job I could
1: be on the NBA. As the guy that runs out there and wipes up the sweat, the <laughs> absolutely. I can oh, do got an a, awesome bloody, you know, job. I'm going to go
0: get that. Oh,
1: so, man. Yeah, so what I'm saying is, if you're not working to the best of your ability, like the way we've talked about, then Paul's saying here that you know you're basically denying your faith because that's not who you were created to be. And we might go over like two or three minutes here, but we'll we'll finish up here. First Corinthians sixteen thirteen through 14. Trav, maybe we can make this its own podcast sometime in the future.
0: Yeah, that'd be awesome.
1: So I'm not going to go in-depth really quick right here. But First Corinthians 16, through 13 through 14 uh, says this. Be watchful. Stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. And so this is more getting into the missional work and how to provide for your family. But this is just like a verse for how how do you be a man? What is our role as men? And it's it's this, to be alert and watchful. Our enemy is on the offense to attack us and our families. And so we need to set up walls to protect them. And that looks like many different things. You and I discussed, you know, very briefly what that means as far as, you know, internet accountability, protection, what we're watching on TV, listening to, stuff like that. But setting up stuff in our homes to protect our kids, to protect our wife, and to protect us. Stand firm in the faith. It shows me that we shouldn't just be going through the motions. To stand firm, you know, we're planting our feet. It's, it's something, our faith needs to be real. There needs to be action. James one twenty two says, do not be listeners or hearers of the word only but be doers our, our faith has to have like your definition of works something that we some sort of data something that we can see act like men now I mean what that could be a lot of stuff basically, <laughs> basically I I summed that up I'm really curious how that was yeah. uh, portrayed when it, it, was mean, it means don't act like a woman No, uh, so act like a man I just i Simply put for this, you know, grow up. Yeah, I, th- I think
0: we can relate to the, uh, you know, the verse when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. And I think a lot of that has to do with just how um, <clears throat> how we interpret things. You know, we use, uh, we we don't respond in emotion, even though mm, sometimes we do. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, um, use your head and, and you know, use use data, use control. Um, there's nothing, honestly, there's nothing scarier to me than, um, you know, a man who's got a lot of control and chaos. Um, yeah.
1: So, yeah. I mean, to grow up. So, so I know, maybe maybe it's the culture, maybe it's, if someone outright you can see has an issue, we often talk our ways around it, trying to get, you know, trying to be nice and stuff. Some people just need to hear that. Grow up. Sure. Act absolutely. like a man. Well, put the you know, remote controller just, down. Go play with your kids. Provide for your family. Put the phone down. Stop looking at the porn. Stop, you know what I mean? Like, and and I think some,
0: some call of that, us out. You, you are, uh, to, to kind of jump over the be strong part and jump right into the do everything in love. If I, if, uh, if we were both in a burning building and and you thought you know the 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 unlocked door was you know in one direction and i knew for a fact that the unlocked door was in the other direction and i just let you do your own thing that's not loving you know so sometimes sometimes it is showing yeah. love to you know to stand firm and and um grow up act like a man and you know um, face those those types of uh,
1: situations head on Absolutely. And if we're talking about the gathering and it's about bringing men together for fellowship and accountability, that that's this is what we need. That's what we need. You have that's to exactly call each other out. Need. And Will and I call each other out on a lot of things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we were actually just calling each other out <laughs> on a couple things, not not in the way you might think, but we were uh you know, we were discussing um a there, few a few differences that we have and, and just, you know, as iron sharpens iron, you know, just kind of testing each other and, and really uh, inquisitively one, you know, just digging into um, each other's beliefs on different things. And, and that's what we need, you know? Um, and again, it's not out of hate or anger or anything. It's, it is a, a love. Uh, I love you, Will.
1: It's the most loving
0: thing we can do. <laughs> it and, th- is. and thank you. It is. Um, I do want to, tra- I, we're, we're um, way over on time here, but I, I did want to mention, um, I didn't get into it, but I'm going through, uh, the book. I am, uh, <clears throat> I have not taken college classes in a long, long time. Um, but I am working on a degree in psychology and, uh, I am currently reading the psychology of working, um, which I found because we were doing this podcast. So, um, that being said, I, uh, I would love to sometime dig into just how even, even work itself can, you know, it's built into, it's designed by our creator to be a part of a healthy psychology for us, you know, a healthy mind. Um, and, and I'm going to just briefly use my, my grandmother as an example, you know, um, tons of health issues and stuff. Um, not, not working, kind of living off the, the, the system there. And then, um, all of the, I I don't even know all the details. I was way too young, but, um, I know she was kind of forced into needing to go out and work and she got a 40 hour a week job and, um, started earning her own money. And, and honestly her health improved because her, her mind improved and it's just, it's how we're wired. And, um, you know, it's, uh, yes, the, the, the difficult labor of it all, mm-hmm. um, the, the difficult aspects of our, um, you know, vocational work is a result of sin. Um, but we were indeed designed to work by our creator as he works. Um, and yeah, I, I, you know, I, I honestly, I think especially because of time, I think we'll just end it there, but, um, I do want to take a second and, Invite you all to the next gathering. Um, we we get together for um, a breakfast the second Saturday of each month here at the nine six three building on North M eighteen in Gladwin um, six thirty in the morning. So this is going to be February eighth, and uh, if you can't make it, then uh, you know again it's the second Saturday of every month. So. Um, but please, you know, if, if you have anybody you can invite, please do so. Um, we're just going to chat and enjoy some food. And the goal is to listen to this podcast. We're going to briefly discuss it again. Um, very, very briefly discuss it and hopefully have, um, some things on your minds that you can bring to the table and, um, you know, just share with everybody or, Share privately with someone or share with us because we want to hear what you have to say as well. So, Or don't share, just have some bacon. Just have some bacon. I mean, uh, it's good bacon. <laughs> you know, and we, purposely, we had a little
1: extra last month, so uh, yeah, come and eat yeah, it up. But, we, and we, we purposely do this pod or the gathering early at 630 in the morning so that we can go home. and We have the whole day to work, yeah. whether that means vocationally or missionally, but to work. And just because you have a long day at work, You know, and and I know Travis said, I just want to mention this really quick. God gives us the strength every day for us to work renewed every day. And just when you get home and you're tired and you're worn, you just need to remember there's a few hours left for your family and for your kids. Don't waste them.